Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the melting pack. Here's your host, Pat Johnson. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the show, The Melting Pat. Today, thank you for being here, by the way. Uh, Although I will say, if you do not like wrestling, today's not your day, because that's all the show is. I have two friends who joined me to talk about two different wrestling events this weekend. So, uh, again, if that's not your thing, no problem. I'm not going to be mad. Thank you. Uh, You get to check out right now. All right. Thanks for the download. I appreciate your time. Hope you're having a lovely day. Have a great week. Do whatever you got to do. Come back next time. I don't know what's going on. Maybe a guest, maybe just me. I'm not sure. But for today, my dear friend Brian Kalber returned to help me preview uh, WWE Clash at the Castle. So that's the first thing. And then the bell rings. We get another one. Good friend of the show, Kenny Rotter, made his debut. And we talked all about AEW All Out, which is on Sunday. So Clash at the Castle Saturday. Today, if you listen when this comes out. And All Out is tomorrow, Sunday. So if you don't like WWE, then skip ahead to the timestamp will be in there. Skip ahead to AEW. If you don't like AEW, what listen to the first part and then check out after that. If you don't like wrestling, turn back now. All right? Sound good? Great. So it's a longer show because, you know, once we get going, we get going. And that's, uh, that's where we are. So that's all the things. I'll be back at the end to, uh, well, I'll come in in the middle to, uh, you know, thank Brian and, and set up Kenny again. But for the moment, let's just dive right in here. This is me and my dear friend Brian Carber talking, ah, oh, that can't even say his goddamn name. <laughs> Here's Jerome, ring the bell. Here's me and Brian doing Clash at the Castle. So, Brian, I don't remember the last time you were on the show. I should have looked it up. It's because you don't invite me anymore. <sighs> I mean, somebody has two children and is busy with things Uh, i don't know how you do it with two man i i really don't congratulations by the way i thanks i don't know how you do it (laughs) we're we're recording right so yeah uh it's great (laughs) (laughs) it's great what are they gonna listen (laughs) i don't know who's listening that's true that's a good point your mom might listen hi mrs k big fan (laughs) your mom usually listens when you're on she does. So she'll, she'll probably pop on at some point. Yeah. And go, oh, and, be like, and then I'll get a text. Did you do this, this Pat? I'm like, yep. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> and she'll listen. Yeah, I think it was a SummerSlam. I, what year? I don't remember. But I think that was the last time. It would have been like 2016 or 17. Does that I didn't have right? two kids then. I know. But that's why you were on the show. But now you have two kids. I know people can't see the video, but I'm just shaking my head at you He's, right now. Uh, he looks very upset with me. I'm not, you know, you'd think I'd feel bad about that, but after so many years, I just don't anymore. I don't. It's not worth it. We've known each other for too long for me to get upset, get upset about that. <laughs> right now, it's just expected. Yeah, we let each other down. That's all there is yeah. to it. Yeah. We really do let each other down. Uh, so we got an event this weekend, Big Bri. Clash at the Castle. Now, are they wrestling in a castle? Is it actually in? Because that would be awesome. Uh, I think so. Okay. I think uh, I think it's a giant medieval times castle. That would be great. Um, all of uh, stone. I think that's the plan. Or is it just a giant bouncy house castle? 
Is that? No, nah, I think mean? it's like a stone one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Safer. Safer. They should have a bouncy house, though. I think it's safer. Right. Yeah. Eh, I have a bouncy house. It's not great. Well, you have one, like in your yard right now. Not in the yard now, but we have one. We uh. You bought one. It was cheap on Amazon, so we got it. Wow. Gotta love lightning deals. Wow. Is it a castle? It's a big castle. Uh, actually, I think it is a castle. Wow. I think it does have the uh, the pillars. Wow. Look I mean, it has you. the sides, but I think it has like points to be like castle. Wow. So you you could have your own clash at the castle this weekend too. I could. I might. If it's you not ninety five degrees, maybe. <laughs> I'll put it put it in the shade. We'll be good to go. <laughs> oh, you live in a place where you have trees. Okay. Yeah. I don't have any I don't of those. Live, I, I don't live in the. I live, I live in the forest, not in the city. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful! Wow. So we got two clashes at two castles this weekend. I'm excited. That's great. All right. I will subscribe to your network to watch your clash at the castle. I don't think you can afford it. Wow. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. Hurtful. Very few can. Wow. Mr. Premium over here. Jesus. He got me. He got me on that one, folks. I can't I can't lie. He got me. Um, but you and I, for those who don't know, you and I used to host a wrestling show on the radio. Well, you hosted the show. I just sat there and looked at notes that I wrote 20 minutes beforehand. And uh, so this is not new for us. At least you prepared. I just sat there and ate. A little bit. You did eat. You did eat. It's all I did. It's all I did. You're eating right now, in fact, which is great. No, I'm not. I'm waiting. Decided to do something new. You can eat, man. <laughs> nah, do something new. <laughs> I don't want to. I want to keep you. I want to keep you. I don't want your food to get cold. You know. It's fine. Okay. All right. That's why you got the. That's why. That's why you got a microwave. <laughs> we just got a new microwave. It's awesome. Looks like an old diner microwave. It's fantastic. Love it. Big upgrade. So we got an air fryer. We bought an air fryer. Ooh, I thought we yeah. thought about that. Do that you like it? Is, oh yeah, game yeah. changer. Okay, game changer. All right. Can Go it replace it. your oven? Uh, we actually haven't used the oven for any thir- anything since. So yes. Okay. And I do know of. I know we're going on a tangent. Totally That's not okay. what we're talking about today. But my buddies redid their kitchen, and they for three months ate exclusively out of their air fryer because they didn't have anything to cook in. So okay. it worked for them. Wow. They have a two-year-old as well. So wow. it worked. Okay. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to think about this. I'm going to think, I think about it's it. worth it. I think it's okay. worth it. It's another thing to clean though, which is really like storage and having to clean it are my two, well, why I don't have it yet. I think. Cleaning's not bad. Took me five minutes to clean it before, uh, today. Okay. So. All right. I mean, I don't know if you have five minutes. I know you're big time now, so. I mean, I got five minutes here and there. Listen, Jill's a stay-at-home mom. She's a superhero. So once four o'clock. Oh, she's goes, home? She yeah. can do it. She's oh, fine. <laughs> she's fine. <laughs> That's right. Yes. There's nothing nothing easier than caring for a one-year-old who's got two more teeth coming in, right? Nah. Nah. Should be That's right. awesome, though. <laughs> Going through the teething phase. That's the, that's yeah, the exciting it's, time. It's not it's not much fun. Other things are fun, but part of me thinks we should have had this five minute conversation before we got on recording. Why? So, <laughs> Why? Uh, people go on here people want to hear about their air fryer, I guess. People know what the show is, okay? This is episode three ninety, all right? Well, this isn't a new show. That's true. We've been around. Yeah. Wow. You've listened that's to maybe four of them, right? 
<laughs> Not even. <laughs> How many wrestling ones have we done? <laughs> uh, three. And other random ones. Hey, during the pandemic, I listened to a bunch. Thanks, man. I ran out of the other podcasts I listened to. Uh, so I well, needed something. that's okay, too. <laughs> a ringing endorsement for me being on here right now. <laughs> You don't have, it's not a requirement to listen to the show to be on. It's fine. I download them though. So there you thank go. you. That helps. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate I that. I know the download rules. Uh, thanks, been a downloader, been a downloader since day one. There you go. I appreciate that, man. So you didn't listen to, more the, important. to the ones that sound terrible. You're, you're onto the good ones. Great. Uh, <laughs> I actually think, I actually think I listened to the more early ones. Than no, I later. no, <laughs> no. Oh, they sounded so bad. <laughs> So just maybe that's why I stopped. That's probably it. I wouldn't blame you if you did. Jeez. Um, so we actually, so we're doing this a week ahead of time, friends. Just let, just to let you know the go home shows we have not seen yet because they haven't aired as we're doing this. So we only have five matches. I suspect there will be more added. Do you think they'll? They, you think they're not going to be just five, right? Uh, I, I would think so. But I mean, the five matches that are there, these are like the, the big ones, and you know. The important ones. I'm not saying the other ones aren't, but they're the ones to go. Not important enough to be on the card yet, as of the Monday before. Yeah, I and who knows? Maybe this is a new, you know, pay per view style where you instead of having six or seven matches, you have five, and you give them a lot of time. I mean, I'm you fine know, let with them that. Build their story. Let them, you know, almost say, almost say to them, "Listen, you have as much time as you need." Almost. So you have, you know, 25 minutes instead of 12. Yeah. And take 25, take 20, whatever you want to do, and then go from there. Yeah, which I really hope that uh, that the Intercontinental title match, Gunter Sheamus, gets as much time. Because that's this is the one I'm actually most looking forward to. Because I think they're just going to beat the shit out of each other, right? And it's I think that's just going to be a slugfest. And that's what I'm a big fan of, generally. If this isn't one of those hard-nosed, just... When you walk away, you feel hurt after the match. I think we're all going to be a little disappointed. I think that's what we're going to get. I think we're going to get the red chests. Oh, yeah. Like, we feel the chops through the screen. Oh, yes. You know, and all of that. But I'm not sure. You know, it's if it's not that I'm not something I'm not going to be disappointed, but it's just going to be, man, if it just does a little bit. But I think it will be because I have faith that Triple H has set this up correctly. And, you know, I'm a big Triple H guy. So I do. I think he's uh I think he's doing a great job already and we're gonna not that my opinion matters but <laughs> yes it does that's why i brought you here for your opinions I, man i well i don't think if triple h cares i hope right, it does. Well, that's fair <laughs> i i don't think sheamus is gonna win i think gunter retains i think we're gonna get a nice kind of long build with him because i i think he's fantastic mm-hmm. i loved him as as Walter. i love him as gunter i think he's i think he's great um i love how he came back as gunter and it just he dropped like 30 pounds and just super cut I'm like, this is great. You went from dad bod to I'm just going to kick your ass bod. And I love it. I, and there, I know there's huge backlash about the name change. Um, but he brought up the idea of the, like, the name change really is two different people. Just like you said, you know, you had the dad bod and then you had now the guy who's absolutely ripped and they're two totally different people. So the name change actually is with the body change because he is a little bit different wrestler now. Yeah, he's he's changed his style a little bit. He's changed his look, you know, as much as he can, really. But he's still, you know, the the ring general. He's still got that going, and I think it's fantastic. Big Mm -hmm. fan. I think he wins also. I think he does. Um, Again, 
knockdown, drag him out, hard nose match you're going to get, but he's going to come out on top. I think you're going to get a lot more longer title reigns now to help build these title, these um, secondary titles. We kind of saw that with the U.S. title already on Raw. You know, they're building it with all the video packages and all this stuff, and I think we're going to get that with the IC title that they're getting. We're going to get the longer reigns. It means more, so when he loses it, it means something, and then like you can build it now to when he loses it, all right, his next move is up to the world championship. When Bobby Lashley loses the U.S. title, then, all right, let's bump him up to the main event type of thing. And that's something we've talked about for a number of years, where the mm-hmm. titles, they're just being kind of passed around. It's like, yeah, he's a three-time world champion, but you know how much does that really mean with how the titles have been treated lately? And now I think we're getting, you know, like you said, the longer reigns are going to help. I mean, you know, the uh, it's whether the man makes the title where the title makes the man. Mm-hmm. Roman's got at uh, two years now. I think they're doing like an anniversary thing. It, well, it would have yeah. aired yesterday. I watched SmackDown this morning. That's how I know this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw the preview for it. So, sorry, you confused me with the show. It aired yesterday. I was in my mind. I was like, oh, we're again. We're recording this a day early. I was like, wait, it would have aired on Saturday on uh, Sunday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're recording this on on the Monday before. On the Monday before Clash at the Castle. So. That's why I paused. I looked at you. I was like, what are you talking about? That's, a, that's, the, that's the cool <laughs> thing about this not being a live show anymore is that we can do it whenever we have time. Yeah. Which for us is in the middle of the day. <laughs> Whatever works. Which Whatever is works. great. Yeah. I, I feel like Gunter and Sheamus might open. I, I'm getting the sense like this feels like opener. They beat the crap out of each other. And then one of the women's matches gets the that second slot. Whether that's good or bad, I don't know. But... I think this Gunter Sheamus just feels like an opener to me, unless they add something else. You get the hot crowd going. Yeah. You know, you get them. The crowd's going to be, I think the crowd's going to be hot the whole night. Um, it's a good card. Minus one match, but we'll get to that when we get one. I'll say that when we get to it. <laughs> um, but I think it's a, it's going to be a hot crowd. They're going to be pumped for both of them. The European crowd in general is always big. is always pumped. They're always loud. They're yeah. boisterous and everything. So, yeah, I think that could be a good setup to get these guys out there. Boom. I'm not going to say – I know they're not from there, but the – I don't know how to word it because they're not local guys. They're same country, not even same country because it's – Yes, Brian. You know I mean? Show us how dumb we Americans are about world geography. <laughs> Very dumb. Very dumb. They're the European guys. Get them out there. <laughs> I mean, it's easy enough to brand this as a, you know, over the pond show, right? So you can, you can easily slot that in and whether the fans in Wales are going to cheer for any of these people, who knows, but I guess we'll find out. And yeah, I mean, like when they're in the UK, basically, if you're not American, they cheer for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be like me. Like it's not it just is what it is. Like when they're in Canada, they cheer for all the Canadians and then state to state in the United States, when you're in the specific state. They tend to cheer for their specific wrestler. Like I expect Drew McIntyre to get like just the roof to blow off when he comes out. I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit right now, but we'll go back to them. But yeah, you know stuff like that. You're just gonna where you are is gonna affect how people cheer for you. Like Seth Rollins, and we'll talk about him in a little bit. They're in uh, Davenport. Yep, they're gonna love him. Yeah, of course I mean, they're gonna love him anyway. But they're gonna love him if they're in, you know, Tampa Bay. Maybe they don't love him. Maybe not. It depends. Yeah, it depends who they're facing too. Where do we know where Riddle's from? By the way, do you know? Um, no, I can okay. Google it. I I don't know where he's from. Uh, but I... he's facing facing Seth freaking Rollins. Which uh, speaking of name changes that I don't like, it just 
like I, I saw a commercial for uh, one of those little promos for Seth Rollins when I was watching USA, watching something else, Law and Order, I guess. And I'm just thinking, like, how do I explain, like, somebody who doesn't watch wrestling and doesn't know who that is, how do I explain why his middle name is freaking? How do I, like, how do I, how, how do you say, like, hey, this guy's really good. And it's like, okay, but why is his middle name freaking? Like, you know what, buddy? I, you got me. I don't know. <laughs> that, that's a bad one, right? <laughs> Let me take a shot at it. I okay. got it. All right. For the longest time, and he still has this nickname, there's one guy in the 70s, Bucky Dent. Yeah. Aaron Boone. Now they uh-huh. hit the big home runs to eliminate the Red Sox from the playoffs. Uh-huh. Yep. And their middle name was Aaron Boone. You could say it. You know, I don't want to say it. Okay. Uh, I'm a father of two. I'm going to censor it to make it sound like you <laughs> did say it. It's going to be funny. No, I did not say it. You win it. All right. So anyway, they say in a, you know, like this freaking guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. But Seth freaking Rollins is more of a, like, same idea, but yes, this guy's great. Like, like, oh, it's freaking awesome type of thing. Okay. You say it, but in a PG mod. Okay. In a PG uh, of course. Uh, yeah. way. Got to get that PG advertising money, for sure. By the way, according to Wikipedia, uh, Matt Riddle is billed from Las Vegas, Nevada. That makes sense. But, hold, oh, wait, 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 wait. He was born in Allentown, Pennsylvania. How about that? Local he guy. He moved to Saratoga Springs, New York, and he lived there, went to East Strasburg. I remember him being from Pennsylvania when they did that uh, documentary on him on uh, the network. Okay, there we go. And this has been Brian Reed's Matt Riddle's Wikipedia bio. The more you know. In. It'll be fun. Um, so Riddle, I, I think Riddle's great. I think Seth freaking Rollins is great. Uh, give these guys 20, 25, maybe 30 minutes, and you're going to get a banger. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Let them go. Let the, let these guys just show what they can do type of thing. It is – I didn't actually see why they didn't wrestle at SummerSlam. I think Riddle was hurt. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was an injury then he, thing. But then he came out. Whether or not it, he was actually hurt or they were just putting him off, I don't know. But, I, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, he got hurt. Oh, no, he got hurt like the day before. Okay. On SmackDown, I guess. So hopefully we see the matchup we would have seen, you know, they would have shown at SummerSlam. It would have been kind of cool if this was the – Second match, and they do like a little two out of three action. You know, we got one at SummerSlam, one now instead. But almost in a way too, like if this ends their feud and then they can both go up, you know, move to their next level, which is tough because I feel like the winner of this feud would be their next level would be the Universal Championship. But they both recently lost their matches, right? For that, so they're in a, they're in a weird spot, I think. Yeah, to the to the two of them, but who knows? Maybe. uh you know, maybe Raw Monday we get something else set up, or they just they have another match later. Who knows? I think Seth is always a safe bet. Where you need a guy to go for a title run, let's just put Seth in there. He'll go. He'll put on a great show. You can even just give him the belt if you wanted to. I mean, I know you're not just going to give him the belt because Reigns got a two year run, but like, if you needed something, if someone got hurt and you needed a transitional champion or something, like, hey, how AEW did with? Uh, well, you caught up with AEW. I am yes. All right, so how you did with Moxley for a while. So, and then, well, then we saw what happened last week, but, you know, stuff like that, so. Yeah, I think he's got that credibility, which not a lot of guys have anymore. So it's good to have a guy like that where it's like, yep, the fans, we can put the title on this guy tomorrow and the fans will believe it. Like mm-hmm. the, fans, the fans won't be like, why the hell is that guy champion? Right. That makes sense. I like it. He could go, he could go from a programming like 
a second card, a second match card. You know, you're second on the card. It's usually not great. He can go from that one week to next week main eventing, and you go, oh yeah, that makes sense. And it's weird because he doesn't have the benefit of being seven feet tall. So like usually that's reserved for like bigger guys. Like oh yeah, he's a monster. Of course he can do it. But mm-hmm. Seth doesn't have that size. But he's got that. He's got it, freaking. as we say. Seth, yes. he's got the freaking. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> that's what makes him a, a viable contender for any title. Uh, you got a winner here. What do you think? <sighs> See, this is a toss up because my gut wants to say I don't know. Um, I feel like Riddle just because what we talked about needs it more than Seth. Because, again, Seth could lose and then be wrestling for the world title next week and we're okay with it. Riddle can – but if Riddle loses, you know, if you want to build his credibility, you got to have him win. I think Riddle wins because um, Seth can lose. Seth can take a loss and it's okay. I don't know if Riddle can yet. I'm going to go Riddle. I think I convinced myself. But it's a coin flip, to be honest. Like, this is one of those where I think nobody – as long as they have a good match, nobody really, really, really gets hurt on the card for them. Yeah. Like, like I, I don't, doesn't change. I don't think if riddle loses, he's going to be pushed down to, you know, us title and or below. Right. But no. I, I feel like he also, I agree. He does need the win more than Seth, whether or not mm-hmm. that happens, you know, we'll find out, but yeah, I mean, like we said, Seth is the guy who, who wins and losses don't always matter for some guys. And Seth is in this case, Seth is that guy. And I think I, I'm, I'm, again, I'm leaning towards riddle, but I think both of these guys, if you just put, they just put on the match that everyone's expecting. We're going to get it. We're going to get a good time. And they're not going to, you know, it's going to be good for them. Yeah. Yeah. And and just having a, a great match on the card is, is an okay thing. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right. So you, uh, you mentioned you're excited for all but one match. I don't think it's the six woman tag. Is it the women's title match? Yeah. Okay. You want to do that now and then do the six woman? Yeah. Liv's okay. going to win and we move on. <laughs> <laughs> are you uh it's well established on this show where not, i'm not a shana baszler fan do you fall in that camp as well i uh, see i like shana okay um because she's different that's fair yeah um and i do think they're setting up a shana ronda like feud and if you do that you do need the belt but i don't think you could take the belt off morgan yet and they're kind of setting it up to show that she can beat shana um, with her extra training that she's doing, the things they're posting, like she trained with Riddle the other day, you know, all this different stuff. And she, they're showing that she is getting better. I just, she fell into the category to me of, it was an awesome moment. She deserved to win money in the bank. It was awesome when she won it. And then it was, all right, how is she going to beat Ronda? It was a cool ending. It was the best ending to do with the tap out pin scenario, yeah. but I'm done. <laughs> I don't, you know, like, it's I, over. Don't, I, I don't need to see her anymore. Like, I feel terrible. It feels awful because she deserves it and she works hard. You could tell, you know, she's not just someone who they just gave the belt to, to give the belt to, to whatever. Like she's clearly gotten better from where she was, but I just don't see her as a believable champion yet. She could become one. Do you think it would have helped if she would have turned? Like when the crowd was chanting on SmackDown, you tapped out at her. Do you think it would have helped if she would have just leaned into it and said, all right, maybe I tapped out, but I'm, I still won. So it doesn't matter. Yes, I think so. I think so. I think the the baby face mindset with her was kind of is is what's hurting a lot a lot of people. And I, I'm not the only one with this opinion. I've seen a lot of other different things where people have similar opinions on that. Just I think yeah, I think the turn could have happened then. 
Yeah, because because she's coming out, she's got the promo with Ronda. Ronda's like, oh, and they're chanting at it. Like she really, I think it would have helped if she would have leaned into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? I did tap out, but guess what? I still won. Too bad. Kiss my ass. Exactly. I t- I agree. I agree. Whether or not you know she could have run with that, who knows? We won't know now. But it's kind of. I feel like the ship has sailed for that. But well, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a similar finish. Okay. In this match. And then, all right. And then you feel like you'd have, like, you can't, I mean, you could do the same finish two opponents in a row. Like, you can. You for sure can do that. But Well, and they're the same type. Shayna and Ronda are the same type of, right. you know, wrestler in the sense that, you know, they got the same background. I think Shayna's better than Ronda, but they got the same background. They got everything there. So it's just, or maybe they just take the belt off her and give it to Shayna. So you're you're doing a Shayna-Ronda feud. No offense to Liv Morgan. I love Liv Morgan. Mm-hmm. But you're doing a Shane Aranda feud. You want to mm-hmm. get there. Say you take the belt off Liv now. When do you want that Shane Aranda feud to blow off? WrestleMania, right? Yeah. So you can't start it now. You can't take the belt off her. I mean, you could. Well, you could. You could take the belt off her. They don't have to. Shane Aranda don't have to r- really interact with each other. You could just Ronda could just go away, like she like she kind of does. Like she, yeah. Like just keep her off TV. And then have her come back in like oh, January is a long time. Survivor Series and kind of plant the seed there. If yeah. Shane is champ, if Shane is champion, let's let's assume Shane is champion. Yeah, plant the seed at Survivor Series. Survivor maybe Series. They're on opposite teams or whatever. Whatever the case is, let's let's not book that now. But nah, make it easy. Keep them on the same team, and then like they do little things to like one up. anything you can do, I can do better. That kind of thing. It's a it's a tired trope, but also it works. It works. Yeah. I like it, but I think, I think you're right. If if we get the same finish that we got with Ronda with Shayna, Liv wins, tap out, pin, whatever. I think if you don't turn Liv at that moment, it's a mistake mm-hmm. because you can't run like you can only go so far with oh shucks, I'm happy to be here. Like you can only the crowd's already turning. Like you can mm-hmm. only go so far, right? Well, and I think this particular crowd is going to be pooping all over this match. Oh, for sure. Oh, they're yeah. gonna hate it. Yeah. So this could be a quick five minute, five minute including entrances type <laughs> of match. In and out. Let's get them out there. Boom, boom. Give more time to the other ones, especially considering Roman takes about twenty five minutes to get to the ring by himself anyway. And you're assuming that Drew's Drew McIntyre is gonna have an extravagant entrance. So at least I am. Yeah, Roman's a new Undertaker in that regard. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Shaw. So, no disrespect. Uh, <laughs> but it, he might, he'll probably agree with that if we're being real, <laughs> Maybe. in one regard, Roman Reigns is the new undertaker and that he gets a half hour to get to the ring. Yeah. And it's, I like it. I do like it. We're going to talk about it, but, uh, let's talk about this six woman tag first because I want to talk about everything. That's why you're here. Bianca, Alexa, Asuka against Bailey's new faction, Bailey, Dakota Kai, EO sky. Why did they? You know what? I don't care why they changed her name. She's great. Um, Actually, no, I'm normally an anti-name changer, but I don't mind this one. Okay. Because this is going to sound terrible. Yes, it is. I'll cut it out if you want. But the 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 they, they always talk about the um, not the common fan, just the casual fan. They always talk about the casual fan. The casual fan can say Sky Eo Sky better than Eo Shirai. That's fair. That's fair. And I think that's why they did it. That didn't sound as bad as you thought it was going to sound. Nah, I mean, because it's, it's kind of dumb. Like, Shirai's not a hard name to pronounce, but I don't know. 
I think it's just easier to market. And plus, it's in all caps, so it seems a little more important. I do like that it's in all caps. Yeah. Although it's not in all caps on the Wikipedia page here, which bothers me. That's go change okay. it. I, I can go. Yeah, I could go change it. Uh, I have been blocked from Wikipedia on one email address, though, for changing things. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I do like it. I like that Bailey is is back with this uh, this team. I love Dakota Kai. I think she's great. I like all the people involved in this. I think they're all great. Um, this, to me, is just like Seth versus Riddle. Just put on a good... Get, let these six women just put on a great match. Who wins, who loses, it doesn't matter. Although I think uh, Bailey's group needs to win. I think it's better for them. But... Although I can't, no one can really get pinned. Like, I you could pin Alexa. I like Alexa. I was just going to say. Can get, she can get pinned. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, if you, let these six women just go. Let it, let them do their thing. Let them steal the show too, because they can. Yeah, they all can. I think you have three matches that can steal the show. Ah, you have four matches that can steal the show, and then one that could really steal the show, because it would be so bad. That's what <laughs> we just talked about, but like in the negative way. So that's, I mean, as small of a card you talk about, it seems like, it's loaded. Yeah, it's it's a big card with only five. But like you said at the beginning, like they're gonna have hopefully they're gonna have time. Like I, I don't want mm-hmm. this to be muddled down with, you know, a random tag team match or just a, a match just to have it on the card. Like I want it to mean something. And by now, if it's not there, you might as well leave it off. No, I I don't think it's gonna get muddled down. I think we're gonna be okay with it. Let me see. Unless looking up Peacock like looking Lashley up Peacock right now. Has a match. Well, I think yeah, I feel like throw a U.S. title match in there. Um, but I'm looking on Peacock right now to see if they have on here. Sometimes they give you... Like a runtime? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I feel like... It's got four hours according to this. Oh, Jesus. Just make every match an Iron Man match. Except for like except for Liv Morgan and, and Shayna Baszler. Make every other match an Iron Man match. <laughs> it says September 3rd, four hours, and it starts at noon. Um, so I'm assuming 12 to one is the pre-show. They'll give us an hour pre-show. I'm assuming and they get three hours on the card. Can you make these five matches go three hours? Uh, can, okay. Let me, re- let me add to that. Can you make these five matches go three hours and make it not feel like they're just making it to go three hours? Uh, you could do, you don't have to go the full three hours. They probably just have to put a time, but right. think about it. Riddle and Rollins will probably get, I think you said like 25 minutes. Okay, so I'm going to round that up. Let's say that's a half hour. Sure. Okay. The six the six woman match, 25, 30 minutes, just going to have to get it. Yeah. Just every- so everyone can get their stuff. Yeah, you know, exactly. everyone can get their stuff yeah. in. So there's an hour right there. Gunther Sheamus is going to be a good 20, 25 minutes. Morgan Shana, despite what we said, that's going to get 15. That I think that'll get 20 because it's, it's a so- title match. That'll get 20, right? Now, with entrances, with video packages, we're looking at two hours right there. Roman and Drew, that could be an easy 40-minute match. Well, <laughs> it could be. That could be an easy 40-minute match. When you include, they're going to show you know all the packages, the video packages, the entrances. You know, They're going to play to the crowd, all the stuff. So That's fair. Yeah, I feel like those entrances, I mean, you said Roman takes about 25 minutes. Drew will probably get that long, so that's an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Almost. Ah, it's, it's, <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> yeah, so they they may not add another card, another match to this card, or if they do, it might just be uh, just but throw a U.S. title match on there. But why at this point? Like, yeah, it, it's not been built really. I mean, you you've built up the U.S. title over the last 
month, month and a half, maybe longer, which mm-hmm. is good. But I, I don't need it. Like this card can stand on its own, I think. Right. Yeah, definitely. Looking forward to it. I think it's really good. And our main event, Roman Reigns. It says with Paul Heyman, is he going to be back? Do we know? He's been off. Uh, I don't. We don't yeah, know. I don't know. All right. So he is defending the, I'm not reading all that. He's defending the championship against Drew McIntyre. It's a mouthful, man. They get to say that every time. Undisputed, uh, undisputed universal championship. I, I'm not doing that. I, ugh, gross. But anyway, they're not paying me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so, the world title's on the line. Drew McIntyre is uh, is vying for it. I, man, I don't know. I mean, you're convinced Roman's going to lose. Yeah, um, I think uh, I definitely. I think it's happening. Okay, I love this match. I love Drew. Roman's great. Um, I love the story. I think it's going to be awesome. I. I don't know about winning or losing, but why do you, why are you, con- you don't just think he's going to win. You are convinced that yeah. Drew McIntyre is walking out of there with the title. Tell me why. Now I'm saying this, I'm convinced, but I wouldn't be shocked if Roman does leave with the belt somehow. Of course not. Um, it just, it's, it's just one of those situations where it's Drew McIntyre is similar to Seth, where you could just put him in the main event and he's good to go. Yeah. To me, actually, Drew McIntyre is only a main eventer. They'll give him the side feuds, they'll give him the lower feuds, but he's at the point where if he's not in the title picture or not in a number one contenders picture, he's getting wasted. And then you go with the generic, he's coming home, the reaction, the pop, you know, you put it all together into one. He just, I think he has to win. I think this is it. And I think they're doing this, they set it up this way because. I know there's rumors about Roman leaving or doing whatever, um, whether that's true or not. They sit, People say it, and then he's still here. But at some point, he's going to have to drop the belts. And if he doesn't drop it to Drew here, I don't know when there's an opportunity to drop it. Yeah, like who else is there also? I mean, you've done the Brock thing. That's not happening. Yep. And he's he kind of... Seth. He run. He did Seth. He did Riddle. He did... Did Randy actually get a shot or did he get hurt before? He was going to, and then he got yeah, hurt. He was going to, and he got hurt. Um, so that's off the table. Yeah. You did. I mean, I know there's there's been rumors, rumor, rumors, rumors about him versus The Rock, but you're not going to drop the belt to The Rock. The Rock's coming in to put him over if if that happened. Right. And you're also you're also not doing that in September. Right. No offense, beats no offense to the yeah. Welsh people. My family's <laughs> Welsh also. I got some Welsh in my family. No offense. But you're not doing that here you're doing that at survivor series you're doing that at SummerSlam. you're doing that at wrestlemania right and anyone on the card then we're naming we're naming part-timers but like if you name full-timers i guess the only change would be is if someone new came in and took the belt and the only person that is he's not new but if he came back is if they happened to re-sign bray wyatt and he came in and took the belt back that's technically who he beat for the belt in the triple threat right then you come in and spear him I think uh, that sounds right. I think so. But uh, but to go with it, though, like now you're saying, all right, well, then they're banking on them re-signing this guy who hasn't been around wrestling since he got released. And it's just that's a lot to bank on. So I'm thinking if you look at the roster right now, if you look at everybody's momentum, you look where everyone is. It's Drew McIntyre. It's his time. He wins, gets the belts. He gets the, the fall run and the fall run, you know, is always the questionable run. And Drew's also a guy, I think, I'd say Roman couldn't do it, but I don't think they would do it with Roman. Drew is a guy that you can separate the belts and have him go on both shows and have him say, okay, 
I'm going to defend both of them. And they may be at the next, I don't know what, what event, I, the new pay-per-views and stuff, they're live, premium live events is what they call them now, right? Yes. Um, I don't know like what's next and the dates because them doing SummerSlam on July 30th totally messed up my uh, time frame. Yeah, they've changed the calendar on us. So, but he could go next next month's pay per view, or later this or later in September. I don't know when the next one is, but let's just say next month, and defend it, defend both titles separately, and then you branch them off. You know, maybe he loses one of them, and and you know, yeah, you figure out a way to just get one of them off, get a title off of him. You know, so I think you could do that with him. Separate the belts. They are doing a um a draft soon, apparently. So I think it just all works out to have Drew win right now. Okay. The next uh, premium live event, well, it's an NXT one, but the one after that is Extreme Rules in October. Oh, so you got a while. Okay. And probably what, does it have the date? Uh, October 8th. Okay, so about a month. Because then if if it's true that Roman also is not going to be there, do you want to go all of these fall pay-per-views, which is normally your downtime in the year anyway? Fall is normally not, you know, not the best for business, they say. Um, do you want your world champion not to be there? That makes sense. I mean, yeah, fall is, uh, you know, football's back and let's be real. Nobody's beaten the NFL in ratings ever. Right. It's just not exactly. going to happen. Um, and they know this, they've known this for decades, right? It's just not mm-hmm. going to happen. So yeah, I like it. I, you know, we said, I, I like your idea of drew winning. I, I like it. I think it, that's a good way to go. But you said, you also said, and I agree with this, there's, there's also not going to be a surprise if Roman walks out as champion still. Like, there's nothing, as as far as this reign has gone, I'm never really going to be shocked if he still wins. Mm-hmm. At least as of right now, based on everyone who's on the roster right now and the way it's been going, I will not be shocked if he just keeps the belt for, keeps the titles for an indetermined amount of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been two years already, so... I also think this match, you talked about show stealers. Like, I think this is definitely going to be it. I don't know if you remember their match at Survivor Series uh, 2020 in the Thunderdome. Yes. That was unbelievable, that match. That was champion versus champion, correct? Yes. Yeah. I think this is just going to be even better because you're going to get that match, but with a hot crowd. With a crowd at all, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, with a yeah. crowd at all. But. Yeah, some crowds we've seen are still aren't that great. So well, that's true. To be in but this is a European wrestling crowd, and yes. we know we've been watching wrestling long enough that you know we know a European wrestling crowd is going to be it's going to be hot. It's going to be great. Yep. You know, you have your cities in the U.S., your New York, Boston, Chicago, you know, wherever. Right? When you go to Europe, pretty much anywhere you go over there, you're going to have a hot crowd. Just how it goes. Mm-hmm. So good plan running a premium live event here. I love it. Well, I mean, the whole week, if you think about it, wrestling this week, it's unbelievable. Or, let me, sorry, wrestling last week was unbelievable. No, it's coming out on Saturday, <laughs> so it's going to be, yeah, today is today. Castle, if you listen when this comes out, and then tomorrow okay. is all out. Yep, and then keep going backwards, you have SmackDown from Friday, you have, no one watches it, but Impact on Thursday, you have Dynamite on Wednesday, you have NXT on Tuesday, you have Raw on Monday, I forgot about Rampage, Rampage on Friday, Friday. there's yep. So much wrestling. If you're a wrestling fan, like this is the week. There's something else I'm missing too. I think. I think there's something else. Is NWA still on? They had a pay per view. I haven't watched it. They had a pay per view a week ago. There you go. 
well, yeah, so two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen no. when it comes out, I don't know. No, if you listen to it when it comes out, they had a pay-per-view a week ago tomorrow. There you go. If you listen to it, if if you want to know when we're actually recording it, they had a pay-per-view last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. All right. I like it. But yeah, I think this card's great. Um, you know, the women's title match notwithstanding. That'll be what it's going to be. Do you think, actually, you know, I mentioned maybe Seamus Gunter opens. Do you think they... Uh, they give in and put the women's title match first. No, first match has become uh, you got to get a hot crowd. You got to get a good at good um, match out there. I think okay. the only two options are um, Seamus Gunther or Seth and Riddle. I think those are your two options. Okay. I almost think you have to alternate. They probably would do Seamus Riddle then the six man, then the IC title, then the women's, then the world. That makes probably sense. what they would do. Um, that makes sense. And the only fl- the only flip would be the IC, and um, I keep saying Seamus Riddle, Seth Riddle. Sorry. Yeah. Um, the only flip would be flipping those two matches. That I makes think. sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be a gamble putting the women's title match on first. No, nah, it, it would set the card up for failure. Okay, that's fair. I think it really would. And nothing against that. It could be a good match. We could walk away saying, "Oh, I was pleasantly surprised," because I don't have high hopes. But the crowd's going to be hot. You just want. I mean, you could put the six women out there, and they'd be fine. They'd be good. But I think you want almost maybe your if if you know that Roman and Drew are main eventing, you almost want your best match to go on first. Then I feel like hearing Sheamus's music, like "Hey, welcome to Clash at the Castle," and then Sheamus's music hits, and the crowd just erupts. Yeah, right. That you have. That's how you have to go, right? Yeah, it's almost like WrestleMania 35 when they we knew that the Triple Threat was going to main event, and they set it up where you know what? Let's have uh, Lesnar come out first. And, they just came out and said, he's not going on last. He's going on first. Let's go type of thing. You know? Yeah. And there's a little shock there, but also like, hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Sounds let's awesome. So, so maybe that's, uh, I think you convinced me. I want the Sheamus match to open up. See, you're welcome. Thanks. I, I really just hope they, they get enough time to just beat the crap out of each other in, in the way that we're all hoping for. <sighs> I think they will. I think they will. I hope they do. Big Daddy Triple H is is doing things. He's making it happen. Yes, he he's is. He's bringing the people <laughs> back. He's uh, we got to do something about the camera cuts. We're not quite there yet, but give him time. Give him time. I think uh, the the way that he's kind of revamped the presentation and and the the feel of the show in just a short time has been pretty great. Would you agree? Yes, and you yeah. can you could tell. I think Michael Cole is the biggest one you could tell. There's just a weight lifted off of these guys' shoulders. Yeah, it's, Michael Cole, it feels like it's better because you know he's not having someone scream buzzwords in his ear for three hours a night or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that he's more, like you said, he's more relaxed, yeah. I think. I think they all are. I don't think they're worried so much now about the audience of one that they yes. talk about all the time. <laughs> you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. For years, the audience of one has been made our childhood. Of you course. Know what I mean, it made, you know, but he's the reason gets, we're sitting gets, here talking about this. Exactly. It gets to the point though, where the audience of one, you know, it's, it's a little much, but at the same time, if we're all put in that situation, like if we were Vince McMahon and we built this empire, it's, you know, global empire. We'd want the final say on all this stuff anyway, too. Of course. That's, of course. that's always my argument when people talk about, I keep bringing the audience of one. Cause I, I uh, heard that line on the Bruce Pritchard podcast. There you go. All the time. So, uh, but I like it. I think it's good. So, 
But now I don't think it's that anymore. It's now a full out. It's, I think with Triple H in there, you had a guy who was wrestling, who saw what it was like, who wrestled in the hottest era ever and knew how important crowd reaction and all the stuff was. So like he can see it better. You know, he understands the struggles and everything they're going through. So that's why I think it's going to be better. And he also knows he has more recent um, data. Sounds like he's a nerd with a calculator crunching numbers back there, but he's got a more recent feel for what the crowds are into because he wrestled. I mean, it was a couple years ago now, but like he's been out there with the crowd more often, more recently than Vince ever was. And so Mm -hmm. he's got that, that feel of like, yep, this is what they're into. This is the way we, we should go. Let's try this. Let's try this. Let's not lean on this and let's kind of go in a different direction and see, just see what happens. And so far I've, I've been enjoying the hell out of it. Oh yeah. It's been outstanding. Good time to be a wrestling fan. Just in the, in the sheer numbers of all the things we can watch. Oh, so much. But real quick with that. So yeah. I don't know. I, I listened to all, all these different wrestling podcasts and I was listening to Jeff Jarrett's podcast the other day. Nice. And he was talking about, they're talking about TNA. Now, TNA in 2005, 2006 had a great card, had a great roster, but it was, let's be honest with ourselves, we all took it kind of as a joke. Like, ah, it's TNA. Like, they stink. Blah, blah, blah. Do you know that TNA, back in 05 and 06, had more viewers per week than Monday Night Raw and AEW have now? I did. I actually read that the other day. I read that like three days ago. Yeah, that's crazy. But as you said, I think there's never been a better time in the wrestling business and industry than right now. Yeah, there are more places of- for guys to work, guys and girls to yep. work and get on TV and and get. And, you know, when you say like, oh, let's go. Oh, well, the territory days had that. Well, yeah, but you can only see that if you lived there. And now right. you can see you can go on YouTube and watch somebody on AW Dark or Elevation or whatever the other one's called. Um, I don't watch those. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but no, me uh, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. It, it's a lot. It's I'm not gonna say it's too much because I watch whatever I can. But you know, you have options. You can watch whatever you want and not worry about. Oh, I don't get to see this guy because I don't have this. But yeah, great right. time to be exactly. a fan. Great time, time to not have some wrestling show anymore. Uh, <laughs> if only. If only. If only. We don't have time for that. We barely had time for this. <laughs> That's also very true. Yeah, there's no way we could stick to a schedule weekly at this point. I could probably figure it out. Monthly in the winter. Monthly maybe. But do like the two do like the two AM do the two AM recording session. <laughs> well, my kid for now sleeps at night. Well, he didn't sleep last night, but ah. he's got those two teeth coming in, man. It's uh Teething is the worst. It's not good. Teething is the worst. I don't know how you have an you had another one. I really don't. God bless you, man. Well, when a man and no, no, I don't. Jeez, that's... <laughs> yes, we know how you had them. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, one and one and done. I'm getting fixed. Wow, it's big news. Is that? It's yeah, I've I talked about it. Yeah, I haven't done yeah. it yet, but I feel like ev- oh, no, I don't want to get down this rabbit hole. <laughs> Come on, let's go, let's go, man. I got time. <laughs> everybody, everybody talks. I feel like that's every, every all my friends and everything. They're like, all right, whatever, whatever number they're at, they're like. Just gonna go. Just gonna go get fixed. Just gonna go do this. Just gonna go do that. And I'm like, is this is this more common now than it was? You know, twenty years ago, thirty years ago. I think it's more but common for people to talk about. Probably. Yeah, people weren't talking about getting snipped and whatnot twenty years ago, but now we're like, yeah, guess what I did today? 
Like my brother-in-law texted like, me. Yeah, he's, like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I, I got, I got fixed today. I was like, oh, all right. And he's like, yeah, this happened. And it felt like this. I was like, oh, thank you. He didn't know I was going to get one. I was planning on it. But he's like, here's what happened. I'm like, thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Good things to all know. Right. It is. Yes. We went from wrestling to pizza places to vasectomies on this show. This is great. Wow. <laughs> what a what a broad range of topics we have here. That's what you get, friends, at the Melting Pat. We go all over the place. That's why the show is titled what it is. Yeah. Yes, but Clash at the Castle today. When you li- if you listen when this comes out, if you listen on Mondays, then it happened two days ago, and uh, hope we were right on all our things or not. We're not betting. Do you bet on this? I don't think you can. You can't. Okay. I've never seen. I've looked for it, but I've never seen it. I know they have DraftKings ads during the shows, so I was just wondering. Those are um, so I looked at the I looked through those. They're more like how many near falls, how many finishers. Okay. Got it. Okay. Um, it's more like a, but it's like a pool almost. Like you put your your picks in, and then like whoever has the most right answers then get put in a pool, and then you can win that money if you win the pool. It's like one of those types of things. Not like a. You know, I'm betting minus five and a half on, you know. Roman wins. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So if you're betting on any of those things, good luck. Um, I think I'm doing AEW with some other people later. So this nice. might be a nice big show. We'll see. If it doesn't work, then nice. we just did a big show on Clash at the Castle, and that works just fine. Yes. Right. Thank Thanks you. for having me on. Oh, man. Thanks for coming. It. I'm glad we were able to make this work because we haven't physically seen each other in years. So this is, this is great. I know. Look at you. This is the only half see each other, not through video. Which is fine. We live like two hours from each other, so it's a lot. That's true. That's true. And I got two kids now, so I'm not traveling anywhere. I don't blame you. I have one. I'm not traveling. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Y- y'all can come see me if you want. I'm not that going works. anywhere. <laughs> I got a special VIP entrance in the back. We're good. It's all <laughs> fenced off. We're good to go, man. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Thanks for doing this, man. This is fantastic. Right. Love thanks. having you on. Love chatting with you. And uh, thanks. Good luck with it. Enjoy your food. Go have your food. Thanks. I'll see you later, Pat. (laughs) See you, man. There you go. Part one. My thanks to Brian for joining me today. I know I haven't invited you on in a long time, and I'm sorry about that. But, you know, we get busy and it happens. And uh, when we, you know, when we get together to do a show, it's like we never left. So thank you very much for joining me, sir. I got a cough drop in if you can't tell. Um, You know what? Let me spit this out. Hold on. All right. Is that better? Okay, my throat will uh, will be fine, I'm sure. So, <laughs> so we recorded that on Monday before Raw aired. I'm doing this on Thursday before SmackDown. So whatever they're going to add tomorrow or, you know, the Friday show, whatever they're going to add, if anything, I don't know it yet. Uh, they did add a tag team match, Rey Mysterio and Edge against Damian Priest and Finn Balor. So we'll see what happens there. But um, yeah, like I said, we did the, did the card as we had it when we did it because... We that's when we have time to record. So it's not going to be the most up to date thing, but because uh, I also have to edit these and that takes a long time. So there you go. That is Clash at the Castle. That is today. If you listen when this comes out um, on Peacock or on pay per view, I guess if you're outside the US or the network, whatever they do now, I don't know. In the US, it's on Peacock. So there you go with that. Thank you, Brian. And now we turn our attention to Sunday, 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 and AEW All Out. They have added some matches. To what we had, I'm not going to rattle them off because there are a handful of them. And uh, I don't know. You'll find out. All right. So 
<laughs> so this is, let's just uh, swing right around, shift gears, and this is me welcoming uh, a debuting, debut, uh, Kenny Rotter, good friend of the show. He's making his uh, his first appearance to talk about AEW All Out on Sunday. So, Kenny, three things before we start. Number one, this is your debut on my show. Welcome. Oh, thanks, Pat. I'm very excited. Not the first show we've done together, though. As we discussed pre, pre-recording. pre Yeah, yeah. We did uh, Almost Better Than Silence together many years ago. Uh, Doug, if you're listening, you're not. But bring back the podcast. And I also got to say, I'm pretty sure our episode would not be almost better than Silence. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> this segment's better than Silence, isn't it? Already? I believe so. But it's that's been just 42 because... seconds. Yeah, I really like you. You really like me. And I think we're both entertaining. The world needs to know. We need. <laughs> they need to hear us talk about wrestling. <laughs> So, yeah, so all, that's ev- yeah, everybody needs to hear us talk about wrestling. That's for sure. hundred uh, percent. No, Kyle. We thought we we're going to get Kyle, but I told him we'd talk about him like he's dead. So RIP, Kyle, we miss you. And uh, we Ugh. dedicate this to your memory. God, it's going to make the stream on Sunday for All Out really boring. I think you could do it, man. Well, I appreciate that. I know I can do it. I'm just going to be yeah. sad. It might just be six yeah. hours of me crying during wrestling. Six. <laughs> six hours. We miss you, Kyle. No, he couldn't get his get his work stuff out of the way, so it's fine. Um, I want. I'm very curious what it's like having a job that you actually have to do. Me too. I mean, it, like I, so I finished all of my things, but like I start work at eight o'clock. And I had a list of things to get done by 11. And I was done by like 8.14. Not even. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh. Whereas I putzed around from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. yesterday. And it turns out that I should have used that time to actually get my work done. Because now today's my day off. And I am working before this. And I'm working after this. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, it's time management, man. That's, it's, that's why you'll never be a supervisor. That's what they always tell me anyway. That's fine by me. (laughs) I've actually, I've actually just like, as much as I think my points of views are needed at my job, I think I'm happy in my uh, line worker rank and file position. Like, I don't, I don't need to be a supervisor. Yeah, me too. They keep asking me. They've asked me like four times. I'm like, listen, I don't, I don't want it. I just, because the thing is, I'll, my response will be, oh, okay, I'll just do it myself. It'll be faster. But you can't do that when you're the boss. Like, you have to delegate and make sure people get their own stuff done. I'm like, well, that's not how I work. I just want to get stuff done. Pat, I got to be real with you. Um, yeah. I missed all of that because okay. my phone started ringing oh. from my therapist. And so well, that's important. Uh, yeah. No, I didn't answer because I didn't need to. I'm pretty sure he's just going to cancel our session today, which makes me sad because I was about to bring something up on pod on on the podcast about my therapist. But that's fine. Can you repeat what you just said? Or is it going to be a surprise and I have to listen to the episode? Yeah, you have to listen now. I'm not going to repeat it. Here's the thing, Kenny. When uh, when I don't know if this works for everyone, but when you have a small child, you're short. Well, my short. Let me just put this on me. My short-term memory evaporated when the day my son was born. So I forgot what I said already. Sorry. <laughs> I love it. I love it's it. It's gone. It's just gone. <laughs> yeah. 
And I mean, I know our, our topic was supervisors, and I just got to say, I don't even care about my job performance. Why am I going to care about <laughs> yours? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Being the supervisor is like, oh, now I have to get on you to do stuff. Like, no, I just want to do my own stuff and to be left alone. That's yeah. what I want. That's all. I made the mistake of seeking a promotion at my very first uh, real job, and it oh, was no. a, a horrible mistake. Oh, no. Yeah. Did you get it or no? Yeah. And it was miserable. I hated it. <laughs> like, Ugh. I all of a sudden, I had all these new eyes on me, and they were eyes that were not used to how I worked, and so they were just not very understanding. And... I ended up leaving the entire organization after a year because I was like, this is miserable. Oh, no. Oh, my yeah, God. It, it was when I was young and ambitious. And it was it was like you, because before I got the promotion, I had managed to complete a 40 hour a week job in 24 hours. So I would spend either the latter half of my day like researching fantasy football or working on <laughs> or working on my podcast or other things and then i got this promotion and i was like this sucks <laughs> oh no oh yeah it's awful 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 but you're not making that mistake again uh no i i say that hesitantly because i might make that mistake again i don't think i'm going to anytime soon okay but yeah all right well you'll be hesitant this time yeah yeah that is that is true i mean i don't know how much i love just being apathetic about this job but maybe being apathetic about this job will let me be non-apathetic about the other things i'm passionate about like wrestling yeah. Yeah, and you've got a lot of things, right? Speaking of being passionate about wrestling, that's why you're here today, Kenny. That's why you're that here. That's why I'm a here today. AEW All Out Sunday. What do you got on? Hangman Adam Page? My Hangman Adam Page shirt. Wonderful. Is he on? Is he even on this card? <laughs> As if, uh, so let me just say, we're doing this at noon on Wednesday. So Dynamite and Rampage for the go-home week hasn't happened yet. So the card we have now will probably change. Correct. But I can give you my my predictions and we can see how correct I'm going to be. That's right. That's 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 what we want. Uh, let's see. I, I went to uh, to the AEW website there and their card. I just went backwards from the card they had listed. So I guess that's how we're going to do. And then we'll see if Hangman makes the card. Mox Punk have to be on there somewhere. But uh, even without him, this is stacked. And I have not looked at any cards recently i'm sure you're going to tell me some things that are going to surprise me so we're going off of purely my memory and gut reactions i love it that's going to make for a pretty good show i would think pretty good segment here so ricky starks so. ricky stocks as taz as jr would say to imitate taz powerhouse hobbs i i thought these guys were a good team i think this is going to be a really fun match i like ricky starks i know you love ricky starks and love Ricky Starks. Powerhouse Hobbs is great. I think he's a better, you know, beat him up heel anyway by himself. So looking forward to this all the way through. Yeah, most definitely. My one concern, and this is a very low concern, is 
I don't know if either of these guys can take a loss at this stage in their pushes. But if one, if AEW has taught me one thing, it's that people can get over in losing. So I would love to see Ricky Stanks um, <laughs> uh, take the W because I think Hobbs will rebound much faster. I think Hobbs has the benefit of being a monster and being massive and he can squash anybody in his way. Yes. And there's almost a built in excuse because the factory has been beating up Ricky Stanks behind the scenes. And so he might you could use it as an excuse. He's not going in at 100 percent. Sure. Yeah. But I think it, like if, you know, you said somebody, you know, these guys maybe can't take a loss, but I think Ricky Starks is hurt more from a loss than Hobbs, just based on Hobbs is the bigger guy and everybody in AW mostly is smaller than him. So it's easy for him to get over just run through him and like, oh, hey, look, Powerhouse Hobbs is TNT champion, and you believe it. Yeah, but I love Wardlow, and I don't want Wardlow to lose the TNT title ever. Well, I'm not saying that Hobbs is going to be TNT champion like tomorrow, but, you know, it's believable even yes. if he loses to Ricky Starks. I Correct. also love Wardlow. I know you love Wardlow. We're going to talk about him in a second. Uh, you don't love Christian Cage, I don't think, but you do... Love Jungle Boy. I do love Jungle Boy. Yeah. Uh, his, and his flowing locks. And his beautiful flowing locks. Yeah, it's, it's not so much that I don't like Christian Cage. It's that I want the focus to be on the young guys. That's not fair. reliant on the older superstars. And what irritated me about the Christian Cage Jungle Boy buildup was Cage started out with all these great promos, total heel heat, absolutely hated him. Turtleneck. Talking, the turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> talking, talking smack about Jungle Boy's family and dad. But then when Jungle Boy was out, for storyline purposes, he started talking about like Brian Pillman's dad and other people's family. And I'm like, okay. This kind of changes it from you are taking this button that you can push for one wrestler, for one rival, and you're just kind of using it to get cheap heat with other rivals. Also, you can make fun of Brian Pillman all you want. I do not give a... I almost got a coin coin sound <laughs> effect there. Um, I do not care about Brian Pillman. And the fact that you make fun of him just makes me like you, Christian Cage. <laughs> That's fair. I, I thought like maybe they were going to turn this into Christian Cage's new gimmick. Just making fun of guys whose dads are dead. Like a oh weird thing. But that would be awful. It would be awful. And I kind of love it. I kind but of also, love it. But <laughs> also, like, wouldn't it like. Wouldn't that be an okay segment on Dynamite every couple weeks? Um, yes, as long as it wasn't every week, because I got to say, like, I would much rather give screen time to the women's division than to Christian Cage. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Christian doesn't need to appear. I love Christian. Big fan. Have been for a long time. But he also, he's not a guy who needs to be on TV all the time to still get over doing what he needs to do. Because he's good enough at it where he can just... He can come out and be like, oh, yeah, that's why we were booing you because you're wearing a turtleneck and you look like a. Yeah. And 
you know what I want to see? I want to see Jungle Boy win this through like pure ruthless aggression and then challenge Hook for the FTW title. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. That'd be a great match, too. God damn. Exactly. I love Hook. Everyone loves Hook. He's a super dreamy guy. Cold-hearted, handsome devil. Bad. Mm-hmm. I love Hook. He's so good. What is it? What is it? They call him El Diablo Guapo. <laughs> is what Excalibur <laughs> refers to him as. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Fantastic. And... uh Speaking of Excalibur, William Regal is going to hit on him on commentary, I think, at some point during the show, right? I <laughs> love Regal on commentary. <laughs> he is so good. Like, him, Excalibur, and Taz, Tony Schiavone, okay? Just throw them on the on the commentary table, and I'm dying laughing. Yeah, I'm into it. I, as much as I do like JR, you know, mostly for nostalgia's sake at this point, but... You know, he's not really, do we need him for the whole thing? I don't think we do. And when they had him on for like the last hour of Dynamite and the and an hour of Rampage every week, I thought it was great. Yeah. JR is great in small doses these days because there's a lot of times he is commentating during matches and he is burying the talent. And I'm not sure he's doing it on purpose either. Like, I feel like it's just these are things he's going to say and anybody be damned at how it's going to come off. Well, he is a fan. Like, I think it's just a product of the wrestling he is used to and he has seen for years, which is big guys do big guy things. Small guys do small guy things. And he doesn't like them to overlap. Oh, yeah. He hates all the flip, like big guys doing flippy stuff. He hates it. He has for a long time. Yeah. But you gotta, you gotta evolve. Like that's what people are enjoying. Like a big guy doing something crazy stupid is awesome. Case in point, Keith Lee. There you go. Speaking of Keith, oh, are we there yet? Let's, oh, we were going to jump ahead. You know what? We're going to use your segue. Speaking of Keith Lee, nice. Well done. We were going to do Wardlow, but we'll get to Wardlow. We can talk about Wardlow whenever. But let's do Keith Lee and. Swerve. I almost, I legitimately forgot his name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're defending the tag team titles against the acclaimed. One question for you, Kenny. Tell Do me. you put him on the acclaimed right now? Is this the time or is it not? Are we not there yet? Uh, we are not there yet. Even though everybody loves the acclaimed. Everybody does love the acclaimed. And I think that as we've seen from the acclaimed in their like the last year, they could take loss after loss after loss after loss. And everybody still loved them and still thought of them as a somewhat threat. I this kind of highlights a problem I have with Tony Khan. Just one. Here we go. Yeah. In that (laughs) he loves his new toys. And he gets tired of them very quickly. So the fact that he is keeping the titles on Swerve in Our Glory for a little bit longer gives me faith that these new toys are actually going to stick around, do some good things. Like, I don't know, when he first got Tony Nese, like Tony got a brief push for a half second. 
a lot of the women's division flounders once he brings them in. He brings them in for a shock appearance and then kind of has no story to go with them. So keep it on Swerve in Our Glory. The Acclaimed will bounce back. Also, I just think Swerve in Our Glory versus FTR is going to be a much better match to put the titles on FTR. Ah, there we go. Yeah. Scissor me, Kenny. Uh, the scissor me, patty ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so yeah, I think that Swerve in Our Glory is going to be a better match for FTR and a bigger challenge for FTR to overcome because I can believe Swerve in Our Glory can actually give FTR a good fight. If I have them fighting the Acclaimed, I'm just like, no, there's no way the Acclaimed retain after that match. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think this will be fun. I, I mean, Swerve in Our Glory, they're they're fun. The Acclaimed are fun. At the very least, we're going to have a fun time, right? So, and no, yeah, like absolutely. You said, the acclaimed, they don't really need a win. They're like, uh, I don't know if you were watching at the time, you know, back in the day, but the New Age Outlaws were kind of the same way. We're like, yeah, they come out and cut the promo, get the crowd going. And if they won or lost, it didn't matter because you were going to, they yeah. were going to come out next week and make fun of someone else and you were still going to love it. Exactly. Like, okay, if they take a loss, big deal, they'll get all of their, they'll get a pop the following week when they cut a rap on somebody. Yeah. And it's also really easy for them to start a new feud. Oh yeah. Easily. Just rap on somebody else. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Excellent. So now it. can we talk about Wardlow? We can talk Rainbow about Wardlow. Wardlow. Yes. Now we can. You love Wardlow. Wardlow and FTR, they're teaming up against Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns. I'm, I'm really grateful, by the way, that first of all, because I love the Motor City Machine Guns, but that it's not Sanjay Dutt and oh crap, whatever the big guy's name Satin is. Satnam Singh. That's the one. I I like them. I think they're fine, but like for whatever reason, this group is really boring to me. And I just they're just flat, and I'm just like, eh, all right. So now we'll get a, a better six man. But it's an unnecessary six man. Yes, it is. I think. I would have rather seen FTR in the tag title match, and I would have rather seen uh, Wardlow defend the TNT title. And I personally think Wardlow should be defending the TNT title every week. He should be doing what Cody did with it. Isn't that the point of the title, right? Wasn't that always the, the whole idea? Exactly. It's a TV title, and it's not defended every week on TV. So what what are you doing with it? Yeah. Oh, and can we just talk about how FTR versus the Motor City Machine Guns would have been a phenomenal match? It would have been fantastic. And we're like, we're kind of getting it. But, you know, I'd love to see a proper between these two for sure. Exactly. And Jay Lethal, I do not like. I just also think he's a boring wrestler. And I actually do not like that faction at all. I just. I don't know their motivations and I just don't care about them. Well, initially it was, they were beating up Samoa Joe playing on some history there. Right. And then Christopher Daniels got involved and then Samoa Joe has disappeared from TV. Yeah. Cause he was injured. Right. And then he came back and had a match and then did he get hurt again or is he just, has he just vanished? I believe he got hurt again. Damn it. Get well soon. Samoa Joe. We love you. 
We do love Samoa Joe, but I also feel that in Samoa Joe's later career, he kind of would be the first opponent in Punch-Out. Do you know what that character's name was? Glass Joe. Ugh. Ugh. Are you mad at my joke, or are you mad that you didn't get it? Both. Both. <laughs> more, more, than, more than it didn't come to me. Because I played that recently. And just, yeah. Like I said, Kenny, my short-term memory's gone. Just gone. It happens. <laughs> this is why I don't have children. Yes, that's the reason. Yep. <laughs> that and my time is my time and my money is my money. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, you know, what am I going to do? Be mad? I'm like, no, I wanted to have a kid. <laughs> and you don't. And that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I love my friend's kids. Yeah. I love your kid. Thank you. I love I love Kyle's kids. Um and All seven so of Kyle's I get kids. to he's got a squad over there. Yeah, he does. I like to I hang out with them. I love them. I give them back. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We keep trying to give ours away to somebody. Everybody's like, he's so cute. I'm like, come get him. And nobody comes to get him. Unbelievable. All right. Uh I do agree though. Wardlow should be defending the TNT title. FTR should be in a tag title match, but instead, I think it's going to be fine. I hate Jay, Le- Jay Lethal's finisher, by the way. I think it's dumb. Springboard cutter thing. I hate it. It looks so stupid. The handspring cutter? Yeah. It looks awful. Like, it's too involved. And I get it. Like, it's wrestling. You kind of have to suspend your disbelief a, a little bit, or a lot in some cases. But sometimes I'm just like, yeah, what are you doing? Why? Why are you doing that, man? Find something new. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. He's not no, going to find anything new. Like He's been it. doing it for 25 years. But, all right. This should be fun, though. Yeah. And his whole shtick for a while was acting like the macho man. Yes, he was black machismo for a long time. Yeah, talk about... I'm cutting that out. Uh... <laughs> Probably a good call. Probably yeah. <laughs> a good call, Pat. But I think, yeah, this six-man... I mean, do we need it? Probably not. Is it going to be fun? Sure. And, you know, yeah. maybe it'll open... Get the crowd pumped. I don't know. I don't know what else um, could open, but either that or maybe it'll just be the bathroom match before. Oh no, it can't be the. It's Motor City Machine Guns. It can't be the bathroom match. That's why I was thinking I, it would mind. open because it's Motor City Machine Guns, and they've never been in AEW before. But but a lot of people who watch AEW know who they are and like them. Correct. Okay. Uh yeah, I can see that. Even though. Technically, they're, I guess they're the heels in this match. If we're still, if we're still doing that, technically they're the heels, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if but that also, still matters. A, I think there are way too many six mans on this card. And B, uh, I think the uh, trio's titles will open it. Okay. I like that. I like that. We don't have the, uh, the winner, the, uh, the finals for that yet. It wasn't on their website, so I didn't write it down. But that's going to be on there. All right, so this card's getting more stacked as we go along. Well, it, I mean, they haven't announced it. We know the finals are going to be on there, and I can almost guarantee you, going back to your comment about what's Hangman doing on the pay-per-view, it is going to be uh, the Elite Young Bucks and Kenny Omega versus the Dark Order, and someone in the Dark Order is going to get injured, and Hangman will be the third brought in last minute, and it will be Hangman versus the Elite. Okay. All right. I like it. Let us know, everybody, if uh, if we were right on Monday. Um, well, this comes out Saturday, but let us know after the show. 
Let me know. Tweet at Kenny. Let him know. <laughs> I also think that uh, this is where Kenny Omega is going to turn on the Young Bucks. Yeah. I could buy that. It has to happen. Yeah. A, Kenny is still hanging out with Don Callis. Yes. B, before Kenny came back, the dynamite he left was he said, I've been so depressed over losing the title, I haven't even gone back to watch the replay. So at the time he left, he did not know that Matt Jackson gave Hangman the nod to buckshot Kenny instead of interfering on Kenny's behalf. Yeah. So the way this works is Kenny's just playing the long con. He gets to come back for a face pop and then at the pay-per-view turns heel again. I like it, uh, especially with a Don Callis the, uh, element still there because Don Callis is fantastic and I don't think he can be a babyface. Agreed. Don Callis is phenomenal at making me hate him. Which is exactly his job. Exactly. Nailed well, it. His job in this in the context of AEW. Whatever he does in impact is he does a real job, but you know. His role know on, on AEW is to make you not like him. And he does it great. Are you looking up his job so we know what it is? No. Okay. I'm not. We don't have to know. Uh <laughs> all right, let's see, Kenny. We got two women's matches and then well, what uh, the first match that was on the website, which I'll call the main event because I went backwards. So let's do the TBS title. Jade Cargill, Athena. Is this the point where Jade drops the title? I See, I would like if Thunder Rose's injury really threw a wrench into my thoughts here, but I'll say them anyway. If Thunder Rosa was still champion, I think this would be the time when Jade would either drop the TBS title or win this match and then say, you know what? I've beaten everybody. Now I'm going to be the women's champion and maybe hold both. But I don't know if that's still on the table with the injury to Thunder Rosa. Um, but Jade Athena, uh, you're into both of these, right? You like both these wonderful ladies, right? I do. I really liked Athena as when she was Ember Moon in NXT. Yeah. Also, if we want to talk about convoluted finishers, a top rope flipping <laughs> stunner is just... <laughs> bonkers but it looks cool like it does but she's also going to compress all the vertebrae in her spine yes <laughs> like yeah that like have you seen jeff hardy do a swanton recently yeah he said he was on somebody's podcast i don't remember who's year a couple years ago and he decided at one point he's like i'm doing this for me brother i'm protecting myself so that's why i just sandbags everyone <laughs> I hope they realize that. And then at some point, someone's like, I'm not taking the swanton. I, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Um, But I want Jade to continue to pad the record. I want her to chase Goldberg's undefeated streak. Problem is, there is not enough time devoted to the women's division. TBS title like the TNT title, should be defended every week. Also, it gives Jade those reps to actually get better. Yeah, I mean, she has gotten a lot better since she's come in, but she's had, what, 30, what's the thing now, 39, 41, whatever the number is. That could certainly be inflated by, you know, she. they don't have to be long. They can be Goldberg-esque, just squash people, but 
they don't have they don't put the women's division on the show that often. And I guess eventually you're going to run out of women, right? At some point. Yeah. Which is I mean, do you remember when Cody first had the TNT title and there was an open challenge and he was just highlighting indie wrestlers? Yes. Like that's how we got that's how we got Starks, Kingston, we got Warhorse for a fight. Love Warhorse. And so she could do that with the TBS title and just bring in like amazing women from around the indies. Yeah, that would be a great use of the title. And then also, you know, say if if they only want to come in once, lose to Jade, whatever, you get on TV, you go make more money at another booking. Because like, hey, I was on AEW Dynamite. Like, that's, that's how it works. Or also, you know, you just, then you go, hey, I like this locker room. I like these people. Why don't I come back and work more for AEW? And then you expand the women's division and then hopefully get them more time on TV. Nailed it. Yeah, we got that one. We got, but I think, uh, I, now I don't know that Jade loses. I don't think she will. If Thunder Rosa was still women's champion, that's the next step for Jade. But because there's this interim thing and you got the whole Brit, uh, Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, kind of whatever they got going on, I think Jade wins in a fun one. And then, yeah, we got a four way for the interim women's title Tony Storm, Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, Hikarushita. What do you got? So, what irritated me about this is, A, it is the third interim title this year. Yeah. Start protecting your employees, Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Tony. Um, but, A, why does she to get a shot? Anna Jay is above her in the rankings. You know, I've never looked at the rankings. I was going to say, because, oh, she's a former champion. That has to count for something. But then, you know, I, for, I, always, I forget that they have rankings. And they should yeah. matter. FTR has been ranked the number one tag team for like the last six months. And they have yet to get their tag team title shot. But Fatal 4-Way, I think essentially they threw in Sheeta because A, she's a better, more experienced wrestler than Anna Jay. And now it makes it two faces and two heels. Kind of evens it up a little bit. That's fair. Uh, I heard a rumor that Tony was going to take it off of Thunder Rosa because Thunder Rosa's like title reign has just not been very good. But I would also say that is more a product of Tony Khan's booking and the lack of highlights on the women's division. Yeah, you can only blame the talent so much before you go, hey, what if we actually gave them a story to work with? Maybe that would help. Yeah. And going back to the well of Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker has just been such a. There's only so many times you can go back to the well before it runs dry. And I really can't think of any good feud in the women's division that wasn't wrapped around a title other than like Sheeta and Deeb. And that's about it. And then like Serena Deeb had the five minute professor's challenge that lasted like three weeks. And I'm like, that was a great gimmick. I loved it. Yeah, that was fun. Anyways. And it lasted maybe a month. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, I think. Ugh. Anyways, I'm so I'm so dejected about how they treat the women's division in AEW. It just makes me very, very sad. But I think Tony Storm wins it. And I think we will actually get a halfway decent feud here. Because I think Jamie Hayter is going to cost Britt Baker the championship. 
and that is going to kick off Brit's face turn and a blood feud with Hater and Baker. I'm into it. I'm into it. I know. Yeah. I know. It's great. They've been they've been like <laughs> they've been hinting at it for like a year now. Yeah. And Britt Baker's already kind of a baby face at this point. Like she's already just about there anyway. So yeah, and you're not making Jamie Hayter the face in that feud. So yeah, I like where yeah. you're going. And then Sheeta Sheeta has credibility, so she doesn't need the win, but she can uh Sheeta's a, a talent who you can just kind of plug in and out and you're like, Oh yeah, I buy that. Whatever she's doing. Yeah. And my my biggest issue with Sheeta's title reigns has been again, I don't know why she wrestles. Like either put her with a manager to cut promos or have her do pre-taped promos so she can practice and rehearse because I think her biggest issue she has said is she doesn't feel very comfortable with her English. So either put her in a pre-taped segment where she can practice or subtitle it. Yeah. Or, you know, use a manager like they, they are such a valuable resource throughout all of wrestling and, you know, forever that, you know, somebody can't cut a real good promo. All right, here's someone who can, who's not going to bump. So now they can talk for you and get you over and you can get over in the ring. Yeah. Or like, I think I can't remember if it was Penta or, another Joshi wrestler, but they cut a promo in a language that was not English. I had no idea what they said, but I completely got the message because of how they emoted. Uh, Was it the Penta Cody promo from like right before Cody left? They cut it. Cody, Cody might've been TT champion at the time. And Penta cut a promo. He was in the crowd. Penta was in the crowd with whoever. And he was cutting a promo on Cody. Is that the one? No. Or was that in English? Wait, that might have been in English. No, I remember it. it was a backstage promo, and I'm pretty sure it was a Joshi wrestler. But also, at this stage in the game, we really don't need Alex Aberhanta saying Penta says and then translating. Like, I get it, Penta. I know what you're saying. <laughs> you're saying, I'm really angry at this guy. Yada, yada, yada. Zero fear. Yeah, that's true. And I get it. That's and true. I love it. And it gets the emotion across because the words don't matter. It's conveying the emotion that matters. Which he's really good at. So. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Not good at at keeping his or his brother's mask on, but he's good at (laughs) conveying emotion. (laughs) Very true. Very true. Every time. Whichever one of them it is who loses their mask all the time. It's Penta. It's Penta. Yeah. Get a different one, man. Get a full head like Ray used to wear back in the day. The full head mask. Right? You can't just rip it off. Come on, bro. Get rid of the tassels so they yeah. can't tie you yeah. to the to the ring anymore. Because that happens a lot. And that's kind of like, all right, what else you got? It gets into the, the WWE trope of just having really stupid baby faces. Yes. And heels that run away from everything. That's a connected in that you said stupid WWE tropes. Heels that run yes. away and are afraid bothers me yes (laughs) yeah i I don't like it no sir i don't like it that's right it's dumb um yeah tony storm winning okay all right i like it i think uh if either storm or sheeta wins i think there's no real issue with that 
but Storm will get the bigger pop, I think, just because she's never won it, and she's a she's a darling with the crowd, with a lot of people in the crowd anyway. So, yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, I'm into it. All right, the uh, as far as we know, well, the last match we have on the card as of again noon on Wednesday. American Dragon, Brian Danielson, Lionheart, Chris Jericho, Kenny's favorite wrestler, Chris Jericho. Uh, that's not true. Stop it. That's not true. I, I can't even continue the bit. It's not true. He hates Chris Jericho for many, many reasons. Uh, let me let me say this real quick about Chris Jericho, because I've not put this on the record yet. If he truly wanted to be a heel and have the crowd turn on him, he would change his theme. And I read the other day that apparently Tony Khan told him not to. And I half believe that, but I more maybe more than half believe that it's a Jericho ego thing. That's where I would fall. I would think it is a Jericho ego thing. And we don't have to treat the crowd as idiots. We can sing along to a fun theme song and still boo the wrestler for their in-ring shenanigans. Apparently we can't, Kenny. We can't do that. Well, no. We're not allowed. Maybe I'm the only one, but I realize it's a shtick, right? It's yeah. just a shtick. It's a thing. <laughs> like, I mean, I hate Chris Jericho as a person, but I also completely understand that he is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time because he constantly reinvents himself. Many of his promos are spot on, and he often has the crowd in the palm of his hand. And he's been doing it for 30 years. Like he's been at that level yeah. for 25, 30 years. Like he's had that ability, like the whole time he's been in the business. And, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of good at separating art from the artist. Um, and I think you are as well. Just you admitting that Jericho's great and be like, no, he's actually a trash person, which from all accounts is true. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know the guy. I've never met him. So I can't, I'm not going to say definitively, but. You know, from all accounts, yes, trash person, tremendous performer. I'm excited as hell for this because Danielson's fantastic in everything he does in ring and all that. So I think this is going to be tremendous. And I think fitting that it's our, the main event as of now, like the last one on the card here, just because they're going to tear the roof off the place. Oh, yeah. Blow the roof off the doors. There um, you go. <laughs> that is not. Uh, a Kenny original that is taken from a fantasy football podcast, ESPN's fantasy focus. Um, I can't take that as I can't take credit on that one, but yeah, I think it's going to be an amazing match. These two couldn't have a bad match if they tried, if they tried, even if they had a bad match, cause they tried, I would still be like, wow, that was a great swerve. <laughs> they got us real good. They got me real good with that bad match. Um, probably would have been my same reaction to my reaction for Mox Punk. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that yeah. was quite a swerve. Speaking of, it was <laughs> Chef's Kiss. I it loved really, it. Yeah, I they, loved it. They did a really great job with it. And yeah, so yeah, Danielson Jericho, fantastic. And I'm where you'll have uh, BCC, JAS involved, all that stuff. Uh, I hope this is the point where we get Danny Garcia away from the Jericho Appreciation Society because I think he's being wasted there. Um, I just, or maybe, maybe not, maybe wasted's too strong, but I don't like him in that group at all because I think he's great. I just don't think he fits. I agree. 
And I think it'll be a great thing when he finally does come to the BCC. But I honestly hope that he like I want him to interfere on behalf of Jericho him stick with the JAS for a little bit longer. But this essentially speeds up recruitment for the BCC because I want to see them get Lee Moriarty. I want to see them get legit Layla Hirsch. I want to see them get a couple of the other youngsters in there. Because right now, you have three experienced pros and William Regal teaching Wheeler Yuta. (laughs) Yeah, which was not the the point of the stable. (laughs) Exactly. The point of the stable was to like change the game by teaching all these youngsters. And they have one versus four. Like... Get more, get more of the youngsters in there. Yeah, and anything that gets Layla Hirsch more TV time is good in my book. She is fantastic, big fan. She is so good. Yes, love her. I think she actually tore some things, so I think she's actually out injured. Well, God damn it, rest up and get well, Layla Hirsch, and then come back on right. TV and come on the show. That'll be fun. Yeah, we like you, big fans. I love it. Right. Who else is a youngster that they would bring in? Oh, like Dante Martin. Lee Moriarty. Who else? Who else? There'd be Garcia eventually. I like Dante Martin in there as an idea. I think that'd be good because he's like he has been like his singles run. It wasn't supposed to happen. Like his brother got hurt, but then he used that to be like, "Hey, look, I'm real good at this whole wrestling thing. Look what I can do, and he's great." Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I actually met him and his brother at a meet and greet here, and I told him I was like, "Hey, guys." Please watch your bump card. I want to see you guys doing this for as long as you want to be doing it. And like a week later, his brother gets injured again. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, I mean, granted, the brother, I believe, was injured in a car accident and not wrestling. But still, that doesn't negate the <laughs> watch your bump card statement. Yes. Yeah. Calm down, kids. So I like this card a lot. I think it's going to be great. And. We're going to have more because we got to have, uh, well, we got the uh, the trios finals and Moxley's got to be on here somewhere. Like they're not going to have a big show without the world title, right? So we'll see what happens there. Um, wait, did you have a, a prediction for that? Did we already do that? Mox Punk, you had a prediction there. You said you were going to predict something. Oh, I just said, I mean, I'm assuming that it's actually going to happen and it's going to be Mox Punk 2 and Punk is going to uh retake the title. Okay. It's in Chicago, right? Yeah. Okay. There you go. That's all you need. And if you don't know, if someone listening doesn't know, CM Punk is from Chicago and usually in wrestling, the hometown guy will get the biggest reaction and go over a lot of times. In AEW. Yes. In AEW. Yes. That is not a <laughs> That that has not been a WWE thing for a long time. <laughs> WWE really likes letting people lose in their hometown. <laughs> yes, they really do. Yes, tremendous. Oh, <laughs> Just great, great uh, booking, everybody. Is it, right? Is there anything else? I thought there was a third trios match that was going to be on the card. Uh, I can look again right now. Let me see. Maybe they updated it in the last hour. No, all right. I can't remember. Maybe they didn't. Uh, am I missing anything? Let me pull up the card again. 
Oh, there's a, there's a casino ladder match, of course. We don't know anybody who's in it. And, oh, on the pre-show, Eddie Kingston is facing Tomohiro Ishii. Ishii? How do you say that? Ishii? Yeah. Did I get it right? I think I got it right. You got it right. So, Eddie Kingston having a match is great. Love him. Big fan. I think you, uh, I was on a, I was doing a Twitch stream and I think you were in the chat. I was, I forget how Eddie Kingston came up. I was like, he's so great. And you, you put in there, that's because Eddie Kingston thinks wrestling is real. And I'm like, yes, that's, (laughs) that's it. That has to be it. Right. That's why he's, he's so, I get invested in everything that he does. Yes. And I am, oh, I am so mad that they didn't strap him up with the title sooner. He legitimately got people to boo CM Punk. Yeah. CM Punk has been gone for seven years and he shows up and everyone is like, oh, it's the CM Punk welcome back tour. And Eddie Kingston gets the crowd to boo Punk. How do you not just take that and run with it? Yeah, why he? Why wasn't he interim champion to set up? Like, that's ready-made Punk Kingston 2 for the title. Absolutely. Plus, like, imagine imagine the heat if, or maybe he would have gotten the cheer out of it, if, if Eddie Kingston is interim champion, CM Punk coming back in Chicago, all out, and Kingston goes over in the main event. Like, that oh. would have been tremendous. I, oh, I don't know if the Chicago crowd would cheer Kingston. I think like that would might lead to a riot. Like Chicago is a weird city. It is. It's a great city to go <laughs> to, but it's uh, as far as like in, in this specific instance as a wrestling town, they're kind of a weird city. Yeah, most definitely. But anyway, Eddie Kingston on the pre-show, Eddie Kingston's great. He can, he's going to have a good match. And then we get a ladder match on the show as well. Who doesn't like a ladder match? I just hope that the Joker is just maybe somebody like returning from injury, like, or just showing back up and not a new signee, a new signee, because then that'll go back to my whole Tony Khan and his new toys shtick. They don't need any more people. They definitely do not need any more people. Yeah, they're good. They're fine. My favorite uh, AEW ladder match moment, by the way, is not anything in the match, but it was the first one when Orange Cassidy came out and he's looking up and he's looking up at the, at the whatever's at the top. And he goes, he goes to the commentary. He's like, how do I win this? What do I do here? And then he gets in the middle of the ring and he just puts his hands up like he tries to reach for it. And I laughed so hard because it was so dumb. I was like, that is hysterical. <laughs> oh, Orange Cassidy and Best Friends don't have anything to do on the pay-per-view. They're out of the trios tournament, right? Uh, they will be. I've not kept up with the trios tournament at all. I believe they are facing Dark Order on Rampage. Okay. And them winning would destroy your uh, your fantasy booked feud of Hangman versus the Elite. Correct. So we can't have that. All right. Huh. Okay. Well, I, maybe, I don't know. One of them will be in the ladder match. They could do the Orange Cassidy. Thing. It could uh, Darby Allen has to go somewhere, right? Um, no, that was that. That was the other trios match that we're going to get. It's Sting, Darby, and it was it's Miro, isn't it? No. Yes. Yes. It's no. Mi- Miro, Sting, Darby against House of Black, right? Is that a yeah. thing, or did we just fantasy book that on when we were watching the other day? I think that's a thing. Okay. 
So there you go. It would also it would also be the third trios match on a pay-per-view card. Like, yeah, it's a lot. Tony Khan, I know you have a full toy box. Not everybody has to be on every card. And this is this has been a problem in well, in wrestling for a very long time where it's like, hey, we have to have a massive pay-per-view where everybody gets on the card. Like, no, the point of a pay-per-view is these are the feuds that are blowing off. These are the people who have built their story to have a big match. That doesn't mean we need a random six man that we just booked a week ago. Yes. Anyway. And I would much rather have another women's match. There you go. There it is right there. Real quick. There are as many women on the card in total as there are in one of the six-man multi-man matches. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. And it's not that they don't have women to have matches for, right? They're there. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I feel like this is just me. Anyway. And this this is me ragging on a product that I absolutely love. <laughs> and, like, I say that because I just want it to do better. I'm not a homer like our buddy Rise who just constantly will not say anything bad about AEW. <laughs> yeah, Kenny, just watch the match and be grateful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. That only makes sense to you if you watch uh, Kentucky Beaver Slap on Twitch. Kyle and Kenny do a uh, little sidecast of Dynamite, and you'll be, do- you'll be up for the pay-per-view, right? You'll be doing a stream yes. for that as well? All right, so tomorrow, if you listen when this comes out, uh, join us, join uh, Kentucky Beaver Slap. I'll be in the chat, I'm sure. Uh, on the old Twitch there, and we're going to have all kinds of fun. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to the card. It's going to be really great. Yes, wonderful. There we go. I had another thing. Oh, so I uh, this is the second wrestling segment of the show today. I had a friend come on and do uh, the Clash of the Castle, and we ended that somehow talking about vasectomies. And so I figured, what better way to end this one as well than bringing it up with you? Like, go get vasectomies, guys. They're going to be great. I... I didn't I get would, one yet, uh, but I, I'm going to. Pat, first of all, if we should go together, and because hold hands. then it's not a vasect. Yeah, it's not a vasectomy. It's a vasectomy. Yes, vasecto bros. <laughs> this is how we get superpowers. It's a great, it's a great tag team name, vasecto bros for tag team champions. <laughs> well, Tony Khan's probably going to invent a new tag team championship division or something like that because he needs more titles. So. Need, needs all the belts. The Vasector Bros are going to win some more belts. <laughs> and then what was it we booked on your it. Twitch? We're going to turn because one of us didn't get a vasectomy, it turns out. Yeah, one of us has like 18 kids that just had a new the kid. The other one didn't like, know but about. But you said, oh, and then you break up the team. So there you go. Get your vasectomies, kids, and enjoy all of the wrestling this weekend. <laughs> I love it. Kenny, thank you for joining me. Your debut. I think we had, uh, we did, we did good, right? We nailed it. Didn't nailed it. Fantastic. Any final thoughts before we go? A hot dog is a sandwich. Oh. All right, we're scrapping this whole segment. It's over. I don't think we can be friends. No. God damn it. I love you, Kenny. You're wrong, but I love you. And uh, more me right after this. And there you have it. My thanks to Kenny. Stick around. There's a little bonus at the end. It's like 15 seconds, but it's funny. So stick around for that. And, uh, we're all good. Like I said, they added a bunch of new, well, not new, but there are more matches since 
we recorded. Uh, I'm not going to rattle them off because I didn't write them down and I got things to do. So thank you, Kenny. I would say your first appearance was a rousing success. So AEW All Out Sunday on pay-per-view on, uh, what is it, BR Live or Fight TV internationally. And um, today, WWE Clash at the Castle on Peacock in the U.S., the network elsewhere, I guess, and maybe on pay-per-view too. I don't know. Thank you, Brian, for coming along, for coming back to the show. Thank you, Kenny, for making the time and making your first appearance. To both of you, really, thank you for the time, for taking your... uh, taking time out of your days to sit down and talk wrestling with me. I loved every bit of it. Love you both. This was fantastic. And um, next week, I don't know, maybe just me, because I don't have to edit as much. I think that should be the plan, right? I may have a guest. I don't know yet, because uh, we're you know we're going back and forth trying to make things happen. It's tough, but uh, we're going to try. All right, so maybe next week we'll have a guest. Maybe it'll be just me rambling and yelling and uh, talking about the Phillies and doing whatever it is that I do, okay? I got some stuff, don't worry, but we shall see. But for today, uh, for the weekend, enjoy the wrestling. If you're going down ashore, down ashore uh, for Labor Day, be safe, be careful, and uh, enjoy yourself, all right? Whatever you're doing, enjoy yourself, don't be dumb, and uh, and just go have fun, okay? No G-Love today, but check them out at philadelphonic.com. Anyway, uh, just because, you know, long show, we go with the shorter outro, it's all good. And uh, I think we're all right. We're good? Yeah, probably. TheMeltingPat.com, all of my stuff is there. And uh, The Next Level Network, all the things. Well, I was going to say there's a website, but there's not because, well, things change. But there is a network tab at TheMeltingPat.com. <laughs> I, can't, I can't say my own stuff today. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> so anyway, all the things for me, all the things for the network are at TheMeltingPat.com. There you go. Good? Great. If you are uh, interested... KY Beaver Slap on Twitch, or no, it's Kentucky Beaver Slap on Twitch. I don't know. Uh, Kentucky Beaver Slap. That's the thing. Um, Kyle and Kenny do a, a, a watch along stream of AEW events. So come on by there and uh, I'll be in the chat. We'll be in the chat having fun. So come on by, do that. I don't know if anybody's doing that for Clash at the Castle, but Saturday at 1 p.m. is uh, that's usually Arthur and Dad time. So maybe not. Should I do it? Should I do a stream? No, I can't do that. All right. Anyway. Enjoy. We're getting out of here. Enjoy the stuff. TheMeltingPath.com for all me, all of me, and the network tab is up there as well. Oh boy, we're we're good, right? We're done. Thanks for being here. This has been an eight boiler production. Until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. We are all good to go. Thank you so much. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. It just feels better that way. Go crap open a cold one. I knew that's where you'd go because I know you listened to the show and you were you were gonna just take that one final oh, jab. God damn it! I mean, I have a very loose definition of sandwich. You're loose with a lot of things, Kenny. I think it's very true. Yeah, 
we've determined, the missus and I have determined, Kenny's very loose with a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, we figured it out. 